Hello and welcome to the Crochet Business School podcast. I'm Kelly Thomas, the Crochet Profit Queen, and I'm going to show you how you can make a living from your crochet while avoiding the burnout and being able to make what you want and when you want. Should you ever rebrand? So every so often we might look at our crochet business and think, it's just not me anymore. It doesn't feel right. I feel like I need to take it up a notch. And we'll look at our branding, our name, our logo, our colors, our what we offer as products, and we think, I want to do something a bit different. I don't like the name. I don't like the colors. I don't like how it all comes together. And you start with thinking, should I rebrand? Now, this has come up for me lately, and I have actually rebranded my crochet business several times over the years, and each time it has taken things up a notch. So I'll take you through my journey here because it's madness, to be honest. Um, I started out selling what I made, and it wasn't a proper business. I just wanted to make a bit of extra cash on the side because times were tight. Um, my son was six months old and nobody tells you how expensive babies actually are until you actually have one and find out for yourself. And it's a shock and a half. But I need to contribute to the finances a bit more. Or I wanted to at least to make things a bit easier. So I thought, why not sell some of my crochet? So I set up an Etsy shop and of course you need a name. I knew nothing about business whatsoever. I knew not a thing about selling. Uh, I didn't always call myself, so I just called myself Kel's Crafts. So I thought maybe I could do other things as well. And I spelled crafts with a K. Kel with a K, crafts with a K. And I drafted myself up a logo on Canva. I am not a designer. I know nothing about graphic design, which should tell you how terrible this thing looked. And I went for it. Didn't do very well, to be honest, because I didn't know a thing. And then an opportunity came up, um, as you sometimes see on Facebook, a graphic designer who was looking to build their portfolio was saying, I'm offering five logos for free so I can build up my portfolio. So I'll take one. I knew mine looked terrible. I still had the name, but I had a nice new logo which looked so much better. And it's amazing how much a logo can change things because it's the first thing people see on Facebook. And it can be the difference between them thinking you're a Mickey Mouse kind of operation or you actually could be trusted. So having the new logo helps and it helped me feel a bit better about things. I'm more confident about posting. The branding can have that effect on you as well as your customers. So things carried on for a while and getting better and I'm learning what I need to learn. And then I really started to realize just how bad the name Kells Crafts was with a K. It's just, it doesn't look great. It's using, um, you know, changing the letters on the name to kind of have those, the same letters. It's a bit bargain basement, to be honest. It doesn't sound great and it doesn't tell you what I do. It doesn't tell you anything. It, it's very generic. It wasn't working for me. I didn't like it in the end. And I rebranded to Cotton and Andello. 
I like aloe. It's a skincare brand. And at the time, I'd fallen into a little bit of a trap with um, a you know, network marketing thing. But I love to crochet in cotton. By this point, I had figured that out. I love cotton. And so everything I was making was made with cotton. And that's what I had. And I had a really snazzy logo. It looked great. And my branding changed. My colours changed to a nice cool toned thing. I was getting all my background sorted out. My pictures looked so much better. And I was getting so much better with um, social media. My sales did rise with this. Because all of a sudden, all my branding had come together. And I was looking much more professional. It was looking much more cohesive. I knew what I was doing. And so my sales were going up. But things were also getting crazy. And I was discovering that having all these orders coming in was a double-edged sword. It was great that I was having more money coming in, but I didn't like that having to make the same thing over and over again. And it was becoming a chore. I was starting to hate my crochet business because I wanted to make what I wanted to make. And I got to a point where it was time to make a decision change what I do or pack it up because I didn't want to do it anymore. And that's when I changed to crochet patterns. So my entire th- business changed on its head and it changed to the Cool Crochet Society. And the patterns is what saved me. I love making my patterns now. I get to crochet what I want, when I want, all the time. And the patterns are selling way better than what I made ever did. And I'm far happier with it. But now I'm at a point again. The name The Cool Crochet Society never sat particularly well with me. I didn't know what else to call it. And I let somebody else choose the name. And I've gone with it. I chose my own colours, so the colours fit me fine. And the name's out there. But there is also another business called The Crochet Society. And I've kind of had it in my back of my mind brewing that this is not a good thing. It doesn't actually matter. The names are different enough that it's not going to cause that much confusion. They don't sell patterns. But it bugs me. The name bugs me. It doesn't feel right for me. And I'm at a point now where I'm ready to change. I'm at a point in my life where I really want to pivot and I want something that suits me, that fits me, and that will be me forever. I'm ready for a fresh start, which means rebranding again. Do I ever recommend that you rebrand this much? I mean, I've done this in, this has all happened over eight years. Um, Do I recommend you do this? No. Uh, (laughs) But if you feel like you have to, you have to. Rebranding is more than a name and a logo. It's all about your pictures. It's all about the way you write and the tone that you come across with with your audience. My offering is starting to change in my pattern business because of what I'm doing here in Crochet Business School. It's changed how much time I have for my pattern business and my priorities. So I need to pivot it. To keep it going, And to keep it having legs, it does need a change. So this is the right time to rebrand. Because it all needs relaunching. It's kind of suffered the last year with the chaos that's been going on at home. It's time for that. 
but how much work is actually in this? It's not actually too bad if you don't have a website. I do have a website, so I've got a ton of work to do. But you can change your PDFs to change the colors, to change the fonts, to change the logo, because you should have those in Canva, and it's very easy to change those. You can change your Facebook banners. You can change your logo. You can change your name. You can do all that in Facebook and Instagram and Twitter and where, whatever other uh, social media platform you're on. If you're on YouTube, your logo is added automatically from your settings. So you can change the logo and you can change the channel name. You can change your banners. Same with Pinterest. You can change it. Everything can be changed. It's just the amount of work involved in get it all switched over. With Pinterest, your old pins will be on there. So you do need to make it clear that they are the same brand. It's just a different name. The work comes with a website because there are so many pictures. I've got three crochet alongs on there. The amount of pictures is ridiculous. And they've all got to change because they've all got the old logo on. I've got to change all my colors for my pages. I've got to change the fonts. I have to sit down and work out what the new brand is, how it's going to sound, what it's going to look like, how it all fits together. It's more than a name and a logo. It's about how everything fits together. Now I've done that work already, so I know I'm ready to go. I've just got to do all this work of getting everything changed around. It's a lot of work. And don't forget, changing your name means people don't know who you are anymore. They will know you under your old name. So for a while, you kind of have to say, this is my new name. And in brackets, by the way, I used to be this. So that they know the two brands are connected. You've got to get people used to the new name. So when I'm ready to start launching, I'm going to have to tell people what the new name is. I'm going to have to warn them that it's coming. And I'm probably going to start that process pretty soon. I haven't announced it yet, but very soon I will start that process because I cannot change everything overnight. You can't schedule these name changes. You can't schedule these banner changes. It happens as you get it done. And so I'm going to have to do that over a period of time. I have a new crochet along coming up next year, which I want to promote, which means I need to do the change before that happens because I want the new name on the crochet along. I start promoting that probably October, November. I've got to start announcing it by the end of this month at the very latest. And we're in September now. But I've been thinking about this for a long time. I've been planning this for a long time. It takes time to get all this information together. If you're going to rebrand, you need to do it for the right reasons. And not just because you're a bit bored with your old colours or you just feel like a change. Because you have to get people used to your new name. It doesn't matter how long you've been using the old name. People recognise it. They see it in their social media feeds. They see it on the blog posts that they're used to reading. They see it on the YouTube videos they're used to watching. And to suddenly see a new name, they go, don't know them. They're a stranger. I don't know if I should take time to do that. You have to get them used to it. You have to slowly introduce it. For a time, you're going to have to use both names so that people realise it's a new thing. I mean, when you see companies, big companies rebranding, they give you plenty of warning. They tell you what's coming. 
So the one that comes to the front of my mind here in the UK is the delivery company Every. The new name is Every. The old name is My Hermes. And they rebranded because their reputation was absolute dirt. <laughs> they had a reputation for not being very reliable. They were very cheap, but they lost people's packages. They damaged them. It wasn't a great service. I know I've had first-hand experience of it. And their reputation was in the mud. They wanted to change that. And so they changed the name to Every. But for weeks, maybe even months beforehand, they were warning you that the change was coming. They were saying, my Hermes is changing to every, and they would put advertising specifically to warn you the name change was coming. And for a while afterwards, it was every, formerly my Hermes. You had this everywhere. So people knew. They knew it was coming. The change happened. And then afterwards, they were told, hey, every's here. Formerly, my Hermes are tagged on the end. They've now dropped that, and it's just now, it's just every. And that's how they do it. So people rebrand for all kinds of reasons. It could be because they need to change their reputation, and the old name is just absolute mud. There's no saving it, so they will change. And every actually only changed the name. They didn't change their branding. They still have the same colours, I think they might have changed the fonts, but they, but it's still very recognisable as the old brand with the trucks going down the road. I know I've got a depot near me, so I see the trucks all the time. But you still know it was my Hermes, just from the colour of it. It's a very bright, bold colour. And they kept that. So you don't have to change everything. People still recognise these trucks going down the road and, and you know they know the old company name. So I'm not entirely sure what the rebranding did because we know exactly who they used to be. <laughs> but anyways, so these things do happen. But it does take work and you have to do it as a transition over time. But also plan how it's going to be different, how you're going to speak differently, how your maybe your brand is going to offer something different and warn people it's coming so they can decide whether to keep following you or not. And people who maybe have been hovering whether to get involved in your business and maybe buy something from you can recognize your new name. Because if you were just warming them up, but they haven't actually um, really connected with you yet, having the new name could throw them for a loop and you could actually lose them. You don't want to do that. So having this transition, warning people it's coming, changing, and then reminding them afterwards that process is going to help you. But there's a, there's a lot of work involved because not only do you need to promote your own crochet, you need to promote the name change. So it's a whole lot of work involved. So if you're going to rebrand, make sure you do it for the right reasons and then make sure you manage the transition properly so that you don't lose customers, so that you don't lose audience and people know so if you have any questions, please do come to the Facebook group and ask. The link is in the show notes. As I said, I'm going through this myself at the minute, so it's a whole process. But, you know, it can be done and it can be done very successfully for the right reasons. So any questions, please do come to the Facebook group. Otherwise, thank you for listening and I shall see you next time for the next episode. Bye for now. <laughs>